again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio, 855am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to our 165th program of Think Again. Think Again is presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation that has been dedicated to social change for 25 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. Today we want to talk and think about citizen participation in government decision-making and why it is key to true democracy. Yeah, and of course this is now against the uh, backdrop of the Queen's death, And amongst all the tributes, uh, I noticed UK PM Liz Truss said the Queen was the rock on which Britain was built. But really, what about our democracy being built on the voices and the will of the people, Shark? Mm. Well, that's really, we were already thinking to, uh, since we now have another government, and it seems as if the, the cold air of the previous 20 or so years has finally lifted and uh, it seems as if things have become a little bit more possible in the mm-hmm. way in which our, our, you know, our discussions about the system are going to be heard, accepted, uh, worked with and so on. And so uh, our reflections about the quirks in our system and about the ways in which it has been run for some time, they have, over the last probably couple of months, zoomed in on the fact that since 1980 or thereabouts, the influence of neoliberalism really has destroyed a lot of democratic processes, which uh, that basically our democracy has been severely eroded and that we've got a lot of work to do. Uh, to start thinking how can we repair some of that? How can we, reflecting back on how it used to be before neoliberalism broke Mm. loose, uh, the kinds of learnings which we made then, when you look back 30 years or so, were quite, quite important. We were thinking about other ways of running businesses. We were thinking about uh, community development, community participation, the first uh, ways of thinking about how can we decentralize power. Those were all things happening before neoliberalism mm. fell upon us. Mm. So the role of the state in all of this, in governing the political economy of our society, has, in all of that, been fundamentally undermined during those year, years since the 80s. Mm-hmm. We still vividly, however, remember the, ta- the talk, not however, but <laughs> still shudder <laughs> when I think about it, the, uh, the how governments were being talked about and talked about themselves in the 1990s, that the state should not row but should steer the ship. Mm. This, therefore, justifying things like outsourcing, privatizing, privatizing our services, basically moving away from direct delivery of mm. programs. So today we will begin to talk a little bit about the two sides of this story. On the one hand the eroding of democratic processes, and second, the outsourcing of what previously were state roles and state functions. Yeah, that's right. So 
First, let's look at the eroding of democratic processes. At, at the end of our last program, Jacques, you referred to a way of thinking about participation in government decision-making dating back to the more radical and more critical 60s and, of course, way before the neoliberal era. Mm, that's right. And we'll talk about that as an offering that can help us find our way out of our, as I said before, out of our current marketized straitjacket and do it something better resembling tr a true rule by the people. Yeah. So, but first, let's look at the, that side of the of the coin, if you want. Look at frameworks for thinking about people's participation in decision making, which are currently popular with governments. Yeah, especially local governments. Exactly. Uh, is it really oriented to giving power to the people, which is, after all, what is the real intention of democracy or mm -hmm. the pretense of democracy? I'm talking about what's known as the spectrum of public participation, as it is currently presented by the International Association for Public Participation, or the IAP2. Yeah. So let's call it the IAP2 scale for this program. And it's quite visual, so probably a real challenge for us for presenting it on radio, but we're going to give it our best shot. And we will put it on our program page for people who are interested in this. Yeah, and with diagrams. Mm, that's right. <laughs> so here goes. Just imagine five levels of participation along a line from least participation to most participation in decision-making. At the least or lowest participation end, you have something called inform. So that's obvious, I guess, giving information. It's like getting a letter from your uh, government about a decision that's already been made but without your input, like there will be a toxic waste dump in your area. Um, next along uh, the scale, next to inform, is consult, which sounds a bit more like participation and it's probably something everyone, it's a very common idea these days, consult. But we all have different experiences of consultation, don't we? I think everyone's experienced a different way, of, right, yeah. a different type of experience, and it's often because it's often the tokenistic kind when the major decisions have already been made, but yeah. you are consulted. That's right. That's right. Like the Metro Railway overpass in Moreland, where when over a hundred mature native trees in a well-loved local park were unnecessarily destroyed, despite widespread community protests. Yeah, people were especially angry when it was said they had been consulted and of course consultation being in the outsourced contract mm, that's right and um and i witnessed that anger firsthand myself yeah in fact we interviewed one of the protest organizers on think again in january 2020 Basically, the main decisions had already been made when the state government approved this contract with the private company it had selected to do the job. Yeah. So consultation was then about trivial things like the colours of some benches or something like that to be installed after the overpass was already built. Yeah, that's right. So back to the IAP2 scale. That was, you were talking about consult mm -hmm. and That's not consult, I think, Shark, then. <laughs> That's right. uh, the next three types of participation on the IAP2 scale of public participation are involve, collaborate, and lastly, empower. <laughs> so from the lowest to the most participation in decisions, we have five levels. Inform, consult, 
involve, collaborate and empower, uh, ranging from no say at one end of the scale to full say in decision making at the other end. So with empower, which is the most inspirational end of the scale, with empower, the final decision making rests with the public. Power is with the people as the government makes a commitment to do whatever the people decide after a process of deliberation. So they make a commitment to do whatever people decide after a, a process of collective reflection on different types of information um, before they come to a group decision. So I guess Empower would, uh, could be like having a citizen's jury when the government commits to put in place whatever the jury decides. Yeah. In that regard, there is a variety of processes internationally about deliver deliberative budgeting and all of that, yeah. which are of that nature. And mm. we probably, in a future kind of a program, will have someone interview someone who has been participating in that kind of uh, process. So that's probably enough for the moment to think about. <laughs> Let's just go to a break with All Nations by Blue King Brown from their album Born Free. People, place, language. Connecting stories, culture and language across Australia. Contribute your content in digitube.com.au. Sign up for a free account and select your options for streaming. Download and broadcast promotion. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming life at 3cr.org.au. 
Today we're talking about different ways of thinking about and ranking citizens' participation in decisions which are affecting their lives. Before the break, we talked about the IAP2 scale of participation, currently in fashion with governments and with management, with the participation levels ranging from inform to empower. Mm-hmm. Now, with our promise that we would probably go and have a look at whatever was happening before neoliberalism broke loose over our heads, mm-hmm. let's go to something which was and still is referred to as Arnstein's Ladder, Arnstein's A-R-N, S-T-E-I-N. Mm-hmm. From the late 1960s, in 1969 actually, it was published. This ladder offers quite a different continuum to the IAP2 approach as it rests on a social and p- political critique and analysis of power differences in relation to participation processes. Yeah, whereas the IAP2 spectrum that we talked about before the break, it looks more like some sort of managerial instrument. Mm-hmm. I think I'd describe the IAP2 approach as instrumental, and I guess by I mean it pretends to be apolitical, a sort of value-neutral planning tool for mm-hmm. project management. Yeah, mm-hmm. particularly a tool, and that is what happens with the managerial approach, as we have earlier already uh, had a program about at mm. the early stages of our of think again coming yeah. on air the political dimensions are disguised or ignored as everything is about efficiency control and it is then supposedly politically neutral yeah that's right and i think the use of the iap2 scale fits into that um idea of managerialism mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. just listen to what iap2 says about the participation scale it markets, it markets, quote, differing levels of participation are legitimate and depend on the goals, time frames, resources and levels of concern in the decision to be made, unquote. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. It makes it sound obviously as if the goals, the allocation of resources or even the time frames could ever be apolitical. Mm. In contrast, Sherry Arnstein, who is the social scientist who developed the ladder of participation in the 1960s, she was primarily interested in the relationship between participation and the power structure, especially thinking of those in society with least power. Mm -hmm. To quote her, participation of uh, is Participation, sorry, participation of the governed in their government is, in theory, the cornerstone of democracy, a revered idea that is vigorously applauded by virtually everyone. The applause is reduced to political handclaps, however, when this principle is polite advocated. Ha- isn't that polite? Hand claps? What did I say? Polite, sorry, sorry. Polite. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. For polite hand claps, however, when this principle is advocated by the have-not blacks, Mexican-Americans, Puerto Ricans, Indians and poor whites, unquote. So I guess our point is, Jacques, the Arnstein ladder, it's not just a tool. Excuse me. It contains a way of thinking about (laughs) and critiquing power in society relating to decision making. That's right. So yeah. exactly basically saying that uh, those who are in power have much more access to uh, participating. Mm. It's also particularly uh, the present use of uh, 
uh, what do they call it again? Uh, they have a particular not not uh, shareholders but stakeholders stakeholders they call it. <laughs> yeah you know and they never talk about the size of the stake which yeah, is being held exactly so think, of yeah. course the rungs on Arnstein's ladder oh sorry that is yeah they they represent the level of influence people have on decisions affecting their lives but also the lack of power people have especially certain groups yeah. of people so with the lowest rung on the ladder indicated indicating lowest participation in decision making. So the bottom two rungs of that ladder they are called manipulation and therapy. <laughs> manipulation and therapy. Yeah, exactly. With both categorized as non participatory. Mm. And to quote ANU's uh, um, Gabriela Bummer, who actually resuscitated that ladder, and I quote her, manipulation refers to putting citizens on a rubber stamp advisory committee or on an advisory board to educate them or engineer their support. Mm. And therapy involves changing the citizens' view of the problem, unquote. So we'll put that link as well on that reference on our program page. Mm. So the next three rungs move up to informing, consultation and placation, which Arnstein categorizes or names as three forms of tokenism, tokenism or yeah. token participation. Yeah. So the, the bottom two rungs of Arnstein's ladder are categorized as non-participatory. Mm -hmm. yep. And then the next three rungs going up are categorized as tokenism or as you say Jacques, tokenistic participation and those token what really stands out for me is those tokenism rungs are named informing consultation and placation mm -hmm. so i think it's really interesting that informing and consultation are seen as forms of tokenism right. on Arnstein's ladder because they're also on the IAP2 scale and, and presented as pretty much apolitical or um, as unproblematic and legitimate ways for people to be part of decision-making. So there's no critique in the IAP2 mm -hmm, scale. That's right. um, um, so it's a sort of washing out of the political implications. That's the problem with the IAP2 scale, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's right. So the IAP2 scale assumes legitimate power is with management or with managerial processes and government ways of doing things that have become so fashionable since the late 1980s. Yeah, and I would add, again referring back to our early program on managerialism, mm -hmm. Shark, mm -hmm. with managerialism's really the evil twin of neoliberalism. Absolutely. <laughs> and, I, and, and both of these pretending that it's nothing to do with power or even making power more unequal. That's right. And, mm. and Jacques, while we're on managerialism, I would add that we're all living, I think, we're all living in management world now. Mm -hmm. And actually most people under the age of 40 have never experienced anything else in mm. their workplace. That's they don't right. know anything else. That's, that's right. But, even though it's so powerful, it's invisible. You won't mm -hmm. see it on the front of the newspaper. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say with managerialism, we're all subject to the logic mm -hmm. of factory production yep. on a yep. grand scale. Oh, yes, and exactly. And that's the point. Yep. 
3CR is about community, and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills, or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. Think again on 3CR Radical Radio, 855 AM on your dial and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about participation as the core of democratic decision making. So back to Arnstein's critical 1969 framework. So far, moving up from the bottom of her ladder of participation, we stepped, we stepped on the five rungs, together categorized, categorized initially as non-participation and then as tokenism. And just to repeat, manipulation, therapy belonging to non-participation, informing, consultation and placation being tokenistic forms mm. of, of participation. Yeah, and with placation um, being the highest level of participation in decision-making so far going <laughs> up the ladder, even while it's still does, uh, deemed to be tokenistic participation. Yeah, Gabriele, uh, Gabriel, uh, Gabriela Bamba describes this quite well, saying, and I quote again, placation involves working with a few hand-picked worthy citizens mm. who are not accountable to the broader citizens group they have neither neither the oh sorry neither the numbers for the legitimacy to actually wield influence mm. end of quote so if you've <clears throat> ever been put on a subcommittee to diffuse or sideline your dissent or even as a token representative of a usually forgotten minority that would probably also be a form of placation yeah and now, more optimistically, going up, up, up the Arnstein ladder uh, and to more dramatic, democratically hopeful participation, the final three rungs of Arnstein's ladder are partnership, delegation and citizens' control. And actually, slightly confusingly, the top three rungs of the ladder are all categorised as citizen control. Mm. So there are eight steps and they're the three top rungs. So what might citizens' control look like? That's the big question because it goes to the heart of democracy, of exactly. course. Exactly. For a really good example of true citizens' control, just look at the way community members got together and organised to have a real say in local government in Habenshire in, in central Victoria. Nikki Marshall told us about this on Think Again in April last year, how locals got their own people who really represent them, ele- ele- really elected, represent them elected. Yeah. not just representing their individual interests, but importantly, the interests of the whole community and the natural environment as well. Mm. And I think uh, Yarra Valley Waters Citizens Jury that mm-hmm. we covered a few weeks That's ago, right. that would be near the top of Arnstein's participation ladder too, at least at the very least, the second highest rung. Yeah, that's right. That's a good example of deliberative decision-making involving community members and a government authority overseeing 
the whatever happens to what is an essential utility, water. water. Yeah. Anyway, I guess the point is that the lower and middle rungs of Einstein's ladder describe powerlessness dressed up as participation. And I'm sure most people would have experienced or witnessed the phony con- or tokenistic consultation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are really cynical about that when it happens uh, and, and also less likely to engage in the future mm-hmm. often. Right. In contrast, the top rungs of Arnstein's ladder describe true forms of citizens' control, pointing to true democracy. And uh, I think it's really important that Arnstein's ladder takes into account that different groups in society have different levels of say over decisions, which you just talked about Mm -hmm. before, Jacques. Mm -hmm. And so Arnstein's ladder provides, I guess, a way of thinking about political reality rather than the supposedly neutral IAP2 scale commonly used by governments and management for different projects Mm -hmm. these days. Yes, exactly. And it also reflects a little bit uh, the change of name of what community development used to be called in local government. It's now called community engagement. Mm -hmm. So, again, it distances government from the communities. And there's other notions which have been used more recently for participation decision-making. They are co-production and co-design. Co-production sits a little bit like a deliberative kind of way of doing things, which uh, sits in the middle of uh, Einstein's ladder as power giving to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it particularly was uh, applied also by Edgar Kahn in his early 2000s book, uh, which was funnily titled No More Throwaway People, and he warned against the financial and professional domination in welfare programs that makes recipients quite dependent on them. Uh, so he was arguing to more engage the people uh, who are sort of like dealt with by government programs mm-hmm. and make them basically collaborators in their processes. Mm-hmm. Co-design is uh, used nowadays very much in uh, planning processes around uh, environmental sustainability planning and all of that. And so many of you will have heard that term being used as well. So as we said at the beginning of this program, we wanted to introduce two themes to do with the necessary restoration of the damage done by neoliberalism during the last 30 or so years. There was first a theme of participation in government, government decision-making, to move us back to the real meaning of democracy. And that is what we just talked about. Yeah, and and highlighting how it can be absent, even when we pretend there is citizen Mm, uh, participation. That's right. And our second theme was going to be outsourcing and privatisation of services and programmes which were previously run by governments. Yeah, and, and... I guess particularly what outsourcing and privatisation have meant to democracy and to having a say and and to the people having a say in how we're governed when more and more of what government does and what government is supposed to do is left with private entities while using our taxpayers' money. That's right. So part of the neoliberal ideology dominating the last 30 years was based on the idea that the market always does it best and that government should be small stay out of people's lives, and that it is best if private entities provide the services we need whilst governments just purchase those services on our behalf and let them be delivered by the market. Yeah, and Shark, we wanted to talk about what this means for directions we're taking as a society when, mm-hmm. when these services are That's outsourced right. to private entities. 
and our level of say in this even happening, this mm-hmm. outsourcing. Mm-hmm. But of course, as usual, this, we have too much to say and too little time. So let's just say this is to be continued. And just a brief reminder in our community announcement section that the Borderlands book sale is happening on the 6th, 7th and 8th of October. Come to 30A Pickett Street in Footscray. There's probably 9,000 books uh, which uh, have uh, been culled out from our vast uh, library collection. So hope to see you then. And a good way to catch up. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio. If you do want to comment on today's programme, you can email Borderlands, borders at borderlands.org.au. Our past programmes are available on podcast and the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. Meanwhile, please enjoy... Milkumana by King Stingray. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.